Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 43 of my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Talbot. Happy New Year again to you, everybody. Today, I'm really, really chuffed because I am joined by Carrie Moss, who is aka the military matchmaker. And we're going to chat today all about getting ready for that kind of first date, second date. And we've already been chatting and we know that we have got so much to talk about, but we're going to do this in maybe a couple of parts because I think we'll be able to dig a little bit deeper. But first of all, let me introduce you to Carrie. So hi, Carrie. How are you? Hi, Lisa. I'm good. Thank you. Happy New Year. Yeah, you too. Tell everybody a little bit about you so give us a bit of background about you and then tell us about the military matchmaker okay so I'm Carrie I'm an award-winning matchmaker I've been in the business since 2013 so we're coming up to nine years and I work predominantly with military as in the title but I help anybody anyone that's single and actually wants a relationship and wants to swap that swipe so that's me I've Previously, I was a director of matchmaking and memberships for the largest UK dating agency and singles club. Oh, were you now? I was indeed. Ah, so that's where obviously all your experience in that industry has come from and how you then adapted it to, to, to the military side of it. Yeah, exactly that. So my experience came from from the agency, which I loved when I stepped away and decided to go into military. It's because I'm also a military wife and I have been for 20 years and there's a big gap in the market. So I stepped in and filled. Ah, so tell me then, tell me a little bit about the process and then maybe what we can do is then work on and, and you obviously tell us about the process and then tell us a little bit about where either ladies and gentlemen struggle a little bit from a clothing perspective and then we can you know we can chat about and chat about it and I can give you some hints and tips and and that type of thing for um, your members and also the listeners who also might be you know new year new start going on a few dates etc okay so we have we are a swipe free dating service so you'll have the the mainstream apps which obviously is less than a second to swipe but actually they're quite important too so with us it's very much that i do everything for you we profile you we check your id we then take you on and we put you with the people that we think will be right for you so The people in front of you have already been vetted. They've already been ID checked. They've had a video call. It's quite a lengthy process. We also do an in-depth profile for you. So we go into your dating history and what you're looking for. Now, one of the things that 
my members definitely struggle with is what to wear in their dating profile photos. So I'll look through ones that they've had on apps and I'll also get them to take some new ones. So photos and what to wear is, is a huge issue. It's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm, I'm assuming, you know, photos are, oh gosh, you know, it depends on lighting. But for, from what people wear, sometimes people, even in business, you know, they think that a headshot photo is a headshot photo, but actually we've got to get across personality. You have to get across, you know, that warm and welcoming kind of look to kind of in, in kind of really draw people into you. And sometimes would you say that some of those photos become a bit business-like? Definitely become business-like. We have a couple of things. So they've become too business-like and a little bit hard-faced or they become low cut tops or you know and your your attention is then not on their face and that's where we need it to be um so yeah we we just have a mix we have a mix of holiday photos of people out with their friends now the problem is if you're in a group photo one your friend might be nicer looking but two they might actually have better styles they might not be better looking they might not have a better shape than you but if they are wearing if you are wearing the wrong clothes and they're wearing something better the eye is obviously drawn to the person who looks the part so yeah but then also if you're in a group photo would it not be hard for that person looking to work out which one is the person that is actually looking to be matched absolutely i am 100 percent against group photos i do not think that they should be on your dating profile i know people think it makes you look like you're having fun but if you've got the right photos in the first place you don't need a group of people behind you and you don't need to prove to anyone that you've got friends or that you have fun yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think from, from my perspective, from a, a photo, that first initial, so it goes back to that whole set, the first seven seconds when someone meets you um, or sees you is so important because what happens is everybody else will make that impression. They'll make a decision on you, whether they like you, whether they want to talk to you, whether they want to um, meet up with you, whether they think that... Um, you'd be right with them, that type of thing. So that photo has to be, the face has to be light and bright and clear. The, the, the clothing, it doesn't have to be um, rigid and formal. It has to be unapologetically you. With regards to things like necklines, yes, totally agree with you. It's a bit like, you know, when you go into a business meeting, for a lady, anything low cut is just going to draw the eye away from, from the face. And, and it's never, you know, it's not saying that you can't do it, but for that first impression, make sure you're remembered for the right reason, not the wrong reason. So, so when I talk about that face that is light, bright and clear, that's then about wearing a colour that you know when you put on, not only it makes you feel good, but when you look in the mirror, you go yeah, you know what? I look youthful. My skin looks glowy. And this this is exactly the same um, for a gentleman as it is for a lady. So it's about having that photo that is absolutely unapologetically you. It's, you know, if you've got something in your wardrobe that you love, you know, it's going to give you confidence as well when you have that photo taken or when you've been in a situation where you've had that photo taken so it's about using a piece of clothing that gives you confidence because you know then that you'll radiate in the photo 
Absolutely. And do you know what? And you're right. The seven seconds of is our first impression. However, if you're, if you are using an app, then you less than one second, less than one second, it takes someone to decide. So you really do need to stand out, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. From after the initial photo, then what's the next stage in your process? Okay, so the next stage is once we've matched you and we've sent you a link for your profile, that photo will be in there plus your profile. You're going to say yes, please to that date or no, thank you. Generally, if we do our job right, it's a yes, please. We then go for a Zoom date. So our next issue is what do I wear on Zoom? And because and I think we still do feel a bit funny about dressing up in our own houses unless it's Christmas Day, of course, and our own houses, we feel really strange about what, what do I wear? So we do find that both men and women are really not sure what to wear on that Zoom. Do they just dress the top part, for example, and then would they dress up as if they were going out or would they dress down because they're being authentically them? So we struggle with first Zoom dates. Ah, now you see, for me... Yes, Zoom, I think everybody's become a little bit more accustomed to Zoom, haven't they, as to the fact we we talk to a screen, you know, but it's a great way, again, to, to interact with people. And what I would say is, you know, that, again, it goes back to that first impression, but that Zoom call, for me, it would be dress like you're going on a date because you want to make that first impression don't you You want to get to kind of that next stage of then going to meet that somebody um if you feel they're right for you but it's it's absolutely where as if you're going on a date because then you feel like you're also going on a date goes back to that whole feel thing if you know if you thought right the first zoom call i'm gonna wear my i don't know t-shirt and my joggers all right the joggers won't be seen but a t-shirt what it's saying to that other person is hmm, how much of an effort have you made for me? And I know it, it, you know, it's probably the wrong thing to say, but it's that whole how people think. You know, we know, don't we, even in business, if you're going to go networking or you're going to go and meet a new client, you wear what you think is going to make that first impression. So going on that Zoom day is no different. You want to make that good impression, you know, the the smile, your hair done, your makeup on, that type of thing. And you you can absolutely, if you feel it, just wear something that you feel is great on the upper body, you know, because that that is all that person is going to see to start with. Uh, so again i totally agree it's it is a date we only we limit it to 30 minutes five minutes on each end i'm in there so really you're getting 20 minutes in front of this person to have a chat to make sure you want to go and meet them is that extra safety barrier and obviously something we had to adapt to during i don't even want to say the word yeah yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Not gonna A- say absolutely it. and because <laughs> because you know that that zoom is really important because it is going to be that first contact isn't it with you know, hearing somebody talk, watching their facial expressions, you know, the eye contact, all of that. So when I say about where something makes you feel good, you don't want to be worrying about what you're wearing, but you still want someone to think you've made the effort to meet them. 
absolutely and I also think that the reason that people struggle a little bit is because they still need to be comfortable so you don't want to go and get out a sequin dress and a really tight bra or if you're a bloke you don't want to go out and get something that doesn't really fit anymore because you've been at home for too long so yeah I absolutely agree with you there Lisa it's very much that you have to feel comfortable but you also need to make that effort because it is you are meeting that person and hopefully they're going to be your life partner so yeah, yeah. you do need to make an effort absolutely and then so from the zoom then does it lead into the the meetup does it and and carrie before i ask that question i'll ask you another one do does your uh, matchmaking go across different parts of the uk you know it doesn't focus on like a central area no we are completely over the we cover the whole of the uk so we have members absolutely everywhere and we have different events everywhere so there there is it's quite a it's quite a dynamic thing for things to wear because then as we said you know we could talk for ages and i would love to and definitely have to dive deeper into everything but yes the next section is that they would then go on a first date (laughs) excuse me they'd go and meet them the person in person we also have the event side of it so what do you wear if you've then seen someone on an event but you're going on a date with them so but definitely first the next step is a first date a first in person I've already met you on zoom I feel comfortable I've spoken to you now I'm going to go and see if there's chemistry there if we're actually going to give off those happy hormones so what what do I wear yeah yeah and then it goes back to so again we're still talking about and this doesn't challenge it talks about you know how we feel in our clothes and it's so important that whatever we wear whatever we do we feel good but that face-to-face meeting we want to feel extra good and that's why you know if ever we are doing something special like an event or we're going to a Christmas do or we're we're meeting somebody for the first time we go and buy something new because we want to feel great and if you think about it even you know you personally and I do I know that if I'm going to you know do a presentation or I'm going to do you know a a Christmas event that I went to with my husband I was thinking okay what am I going to wear and and actually for for that situation for mine it came back to do you know what I can't find anything in the shops that I liked or that I loved but I wore something that I love that I've got. So it's, it still goes back to that. But that, that said and done, when we meet somebody for the first time, again, it's going to be based on location, right? Because if your, um, your two parties decide to meet in a local pub in, I don't know, let's take it Covent Garden, for example. Okay. Bit of a trendy area. Um, but it's a relaxed environment, okay? So that's when you go, okay, I'm meeting that person for the first time. Yes, I want to make a good impression, but I'm also going to lo- a location that's very relaxed. So, so from a woman's point of view, you wouldn't necessarily rock up in a sequined uh, jumpsuit. It could then be, you know, a, a pair of jeans. It, and obviously, again, it goes back to put someone's style personality, but it could then be a pair of jeans. It could be, I don't know, a floral shirt, a blazer and a pair of trainers. You know, it, it, you then adapt what you're wearing to the location that you're meeting somebody. If, for example, one of the meetings is... Um, we do hiking, we do walking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, yeah. So you've you got the opposite end of the spectrum. So if you've got, you know, 
military gentlemen and ladies that are you know very outdoorsy then they decide to go hiking then yeah absolutely you're not going to rock up in a pair of high heels are you again, no it could be interesting um but it could then be that what you wear might have some color to it so do you know what i mean you don't go in the the gray black trekker stuff you might go in i don't know like you you know you and i this morning i had a pink hoodie on and so serve so you could be a pink hoodie with a pair of i don't know khaki cargos it could be metallic gold trainers until you start walking and you swap your shoes do you know what i mean so it's it's really important that wherever you do that meeting place you dress appropriately to, so that you're going to feel comfortable so would you recommend a statement piece or a conversation starter? One thing I say, so I've got a pair of shoes that I absolutely love. I call them my matchmaker shoes. They are little flat Mary Janes and one of them's got a Cupid on and the other one's got a heart on. So they're quite odd shoes and everybody says, oh, where'd you get your shoes from? There you go. So you, you, you created that starter. Um, I don't think necessarily you need to have a piece of clothing or accessories that um, is a talking point. It's more about making sure that you feel incredibly comfortable and at ease in what you're wearing. And can you be can you be comfortable and at ease and feel sexy? Absolutely. Oh, one hundred percent. So you know, again, that's when you then use maybe different fabrics to create the comfortability. So you wouldn't necessarily okay. So let's take hiking, right? You if you if it was a hiking date you're not necessarily from a woman's point of view going to wear a structured corseted top. You might then wear a really nice long sleeve t-shirt that could be striped, for example. So it's then about going, right, the long sleeve t-shirt fabric is going to work if I'm hiking, whereas the corseted dense fabric structured top is going to rub. So that's when you can then go, you, you know, if you think about, yourself and and myself I can feel sexy in a sweatshirt if I love it because when I put it on I catch myself in the mirror and I go yep I like what's looking back at me so it's it's about using clothing that makes you feel good because that is where the confidence comes it's where the positive mindset comes and that's when you will ooze kind of that sex appeal without you knowing you're really doing it because it doesn't have to be, um, I was going to say, it doesn't have to be low cut top boobs out to make that other person feel attracted to you. It's the aura you give off and that presence, I think, and clothing can absolutely give you that. I see. Again, I absolutely agree. It doesn't. And if you feel comfortable having a low cut top, that's absolutely great. Yeah. And you put it off. Perfect. And but a lot of women are feeling that they have to do that to make someone attractive to them, attracted to them. So I agree with you. If you feel comfortable with something, I am a hoodies girl. I am a horsey girl, as you know. So jobbers are, are my go to. I wouldn't go out on a first date in jobbers. I'm going to go on the first date because my husband would kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might be using your own service then. (laughs) So, yeah, I I do. I think there's a really, but I actually feel good in jobbers because I feel at home, I feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it could also be, though, Carrie, that, you know, the underwear that you're wearing 
it could be that matching set, you know, that you've bought from, I don't know, Victoria's Secrets, or it could be a, a really beautiful set that underneath, right, your clothing, you feel damn hot, right? You feel like you've got everything together, don't you, if you're wearing There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's little things. It's about, you know, no, the person you're meeting has no idea what underwear you're wearing on that first, that first literally seven seconds. But you know what? If you think, yep, I've got matching bra, matching knickers, the bra's got a little bit of lace or, or whatever, it, it automatically is going to make you feel good. And yes, you know, we talk about the low cut top. If that's your style personality, absolutely rock it. But you don't have to to give off that sex appeal. It's more about, you know, if, if you know you feel good, you feel confident, and that's what actually does it. Because that person that you first meet is going to go, wow, you know, look at the smile. Look at how she walks. Look at the shoulders are back. Their head's held high. That's way, way more endearing sometimes than the, the, the incredibly short skirt and the incredibly low top. Does that make sense? Well, I'll let you into a secret because actually I always ask somebody every time we go through a profile and I will say, if I had a magic wand, what would your ideal partner look like? And you know what? It's really interesting because the women will always say, and it's number one, will always say well-dressed, well-groomed, well-presented, but well-dressed is number one. The men doesn't actually come into well-dressed a little bit, little bit later on. They'll say, yes, look after themselves, but that's not their number one. For men, and it will shock a lot of people, I know, because we all think it's, oh, it's our figure. It's not. They will say, I want somebody who is kind. Yeah. That is their number one. I want somebody who is kind. So for the women, it's definitely well-dressed. And I think the men need to take that because we, we find that men tend to dress down when they're going on dates. Yeah. And when we and when they talk about women talk about well dressed, it goes back to what we just said. It's not about being formal and structured. It's about caring our appearance. So that could also mean, you know, uh, I don't know, let's go chinos. It could be a polo shirt. It could be a deck shoe. You know, it could be um, a pair of jeans in a light wash. It could be a check shirt. It could be a brogue. It's, a, it's, it's about, when you say well-dressed, it's about how the look is created. You know, military are great. They're going to have the lines down their shirt sleeves. Everything's going to be ironed and pressed because that's how their mentality is and that's how they've been taught. So it transposes anyway. But you've got that, it's really interesting, isn't it, how... In someone's eyes, well-dressed does not mean formal. Well-dressed just means, again, they've cared. It's like no dirty fingernails. It's like polished shoes. It's like hair's done nice, not too much aftershave. It, it's, it form, it's, it's so interesting. And this is where you and I can go deeper and deeper and deeper. But it was, you know, today was more about touching on a, your process, but to also try and understand a little bit about what people think. It's really interesting, isn't it, how men go with the whole kind thing. And that's why, so if that's like when you do your profiling, that that's the number one priority, that's even more important then that a woman feels incredibly comfortable in what she's wearing when they meet on the Zoom call, the photograph and the 
first date because actually do you know what kindness comes through your eyes absolutely and it goes back to me saying I feel comfortable in jobbers but actually if I went out with my husband and he was suited and booted and I was in jobbers I would not feel comfortable <laughs> I would no, not feel sexy because I would there's, feel the like, yin, oh. there's the yin and the yang isn't it yeah you know there's the the poles apart so you know that actually if your husband's going out um with a more of an elevated look, shall we say, that actually you might wear your hoodie, for example, depending on where you're going, even if you're going to the local pub, but you wouldn't wear your joppers. You might wear, I don't know, a pair of um, jeans. It, you might have a pair of straight leg trousers on with a trainer. You know, you will, you will adapt. And this is where clothing can have such a massive impact because just by changing little elements creates different outfits. But never ever change your style personality to to change for anybody else absolutely not because you'll feel really uncomfortable and I think that's it and I think that's why there is so much hype about what do I wear on my first day or my photo because you're what because you stop thinking about you and I do find with a lot of my members they stop thinking about who they are and they start thinking about what's the other person going to wear and what if they are overdressed and I'm underdressed or what if I'm overdressed and they're underdressed and that's I think where people fall apart is they forget to think about them yeah, yeah. Or thinking about someone they're going to meet. But do you know what? That Zoom call that you have, so that the both parties will start to get a feel for that person. So you know if you're doing Zoom, you're going to look at, you know, you will look at what they wear, absolutely on the upper body, but then you can gauge them a little bit. You know, if, you know if, I don't know, the, 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 lady, the, the gentleman is in a shirt, for example, then you know that actually on a day, he's probably still going to wear a shirt, but it won't be shirt and a tie. Whereas if he comes on the Zoom in a shirt and a tie, then you know realistically that date, he's, that, that's his personality. He's way more formal than more casual. If, if someone rocks up in a round neck T-shirt, from a gentleman's point of view, you can gauge that actually they're more slightly relaxed in their look and their feel. So this is where... It, it, clothing is the most interesting thing because it's not just what we put on our body to cover up our skin. It, there has so many meanings and, and whatever, but it's more, more important. It's how we feel because, you know, how we feel gives us the confidence and the, that like I said earlier, that positive mindset to, to do the things that you're asking them to do. Absolutely. And one thing that I actually that I negated at the start and I should have said is one of our vetting processes is actually to have a Zoom with me. So when we have an hour and a half in-person Zoom, I always I don't get asked, but I once we're on the Zoom, they say, I'm so glad you told me what to wear because I always wear a hoodie on the first Zoom. And the reason being one, because I love my hoodies, but because I want you to feel comfortable. So I will say, look, it's relaxed. So don't come if you're at work and that's fine and you're you're popping out and you're having, you know, you work at home or however you're going to do it or you've just walked in from work or you've been on a night out. I'm not worried but actually come as you because we have Mm -hmm. to teach people to take off their armor and to be them. And I feel that if I'm in a hoodie and I'm chilled out, generally you'll see a PT instructor. So personal trainers, you'll see them mainly in hoodies and tracksuits because that's what they do. So I always say to people, just come as you because that time I don't need to see you all doled up. I need to see who you really are. There you go. And and this is where, 
It is the most interesting conversation. But I think for today, listen, we will park today now because I think we've given lots of hints and tips along the way. Um, but we will definitely go into, I think there'll be part two, part three of you and I talking because do you know what? A, it's incredibly important and it's a topic that we absolutely can delve down into even more because, you know, when we talk about that light, bright, clear face, you know, people might be sitting thinking, what does she mean? So we can, we can dig further in and we can even do, you know, outfit ideas and, and things like that. But um, I thank you so much for joining me today because it's lovely to hear how your process works. Before we finish, Carrie, just tell everybody where they can find you. And it, all this information will be in the show notes anyway, but just give a little, you know, hello and a plug for, for you. So you can find us at www.militarymatchmaker.co.uk. You can find us at Military Matchmaker on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, literally all of the social media platforms you'll find us as Military Matchmaker. So yeah, it's been absolutely lovely to be here with you today, Lisa. No, you are more than welcome. It's been great to talk to you. And I'm going to look forward to seeing and speaking to you again. Um, thank you to everybody who has listened. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast and we will see you all again soon. Have a great day, everybody. See you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.